Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where every week we talk about Pokemon. Uh, we talk about all their Pokedex entries and kind of just uh, gasp in awe <laughs> at their like kind of uh, buckwild nature. Yeah, listen to us uh, gasping on every week. Yeah, it's it's wild to think. It's that more right. commonly just like uh, defeated chuckles, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, last week we were pretty soundly defeated by Gengar. Yeah, uh, I mean there was no hope. No, there was no hope. We we gave up pretty quick. Uh, but that means we're on to a new Pokemon this week. Yeah, we finally finished our ultra-murderous uh, yeah. chain of, of Pokemon. The mm-hmm. the Ghastly Evolution chain was a journey, certainly. Yeah, it's a legitimately frightening uh, for a ghost Pokemon. And hopefully this week will be a little less murderous. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll find maybe. out. Yeah. Because this week we are talking about Pinsir. <laughs> another another Gen 1. Another Gen 1 bug. Uh, yeah. Like our very first episode, Scyther. Yeah, often often presented as a counterpart to Scyther, who was mm-hmm. our first Pokemon. So pretty crazy that we've gotten both of them in the first, what is this, episode 21? Yeah. Um... Yeah, we got both. We got both the big mean bug Pokemon mm-hmm. pretty early on here. So, um, as opposed to a praying mantis, the design inspiration for Pinsir is pretty clearly a uh, a stag beetle. Yes, it is known as the stag beetle Pokemon. Uh, ah. it's a it's a bug type, and it's kind of just like a a humanoid stag beetle. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Like imagine a giant stag beetle. That had like uh, a face with a big, <laughs> like vertical spiky mouth. Uh, yeah, and long its arms mouth open side to side. Yeah, it's strange. Like, it looks cool and stuff, you know, in Pokemon and stuff. But I'm just imagining seeing one in real life and how it like would terrifying. Me out pretty hard, yeah. Like if I see a stag beetle, like I'm running far away like <laughs> if i see a four foot 11 stag beetle with eyes and arms and legs like yeah that's a nightmare yeah i don't want to be anywhere near that um, it's it's pincers it's big pincher things they look kind of like just like spiky horns that it can mm-hmm. like articulate on its head yeah it's it's weird it cut like you know as a kid you might see like a stag beetle and assume like that was its mouth but uh, those are just kind of like claws for like wrestling rivals and stuff. I assumed that its mouth parts were at the where those I mean, joined. Yeah, they are. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Mouths mouths are weird, but they look. I don't know. They look like big jaws, but yeah, they're not necessarily like teeth for it. Um, mm, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's it's uh. Four foot eleven on average, which is oddly enough the same average height of Gengar, uh, and it comes in at about one hundred and twenty-one point three pounds. So, a hefty one. 
Yeah. Uh, this is like it's like a short dude or a, a kid, like a teenager maybe, like four foot eleven. That's pretty short. It's like it's almost five feet. Yeah, that's that's got like a kid maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's a dense child. It's a dense, sharp, pointy child. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, name name origin pretty pretty straightforward on this one. Yeah. Pincer is is its name origin is from Pincer. Uh, they just spelled it a little bit differently, P I N S I R instead of with a C. Um, yeah. So yeah, it makes sense. It's definitely its sort of a uh, focal point of its mm-hmm. design is the yeah. big old pincers on its head. It's got a big scary mouth. Like it's like it's got the big horns, the pincers, mm-hmm. like which which draw your attention and are scary. But like I don't the mouth. Wanna... Is is more really disturbing unsettling. to me. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, it's very weird. Especially because it takes off like a good portion of its body. Mm-hmm. Like you see in the original sprite, it's not as noticeable, but mm-hmm. in more recent one, it's like yeah, it's a big old weird. Yeah, I think hole it's gotten its bigger front. like every generation almost. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's see if uh, if this bug is a friend or a foe or. Just a weird, weird bug man. <laughs> Neutral bug man. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, we're going to start with red and blue because this is a Gen 1 Pokemon. Um, red and blue say, if it fails to crush the victim in its pincers, it will swing it around and toss it hard. All right. Diving right into the, the victims, I guess. Uh, yeah, victim. Interesting. Not prey, so- but, you know. It's yeah. a fighter. Mm-hmm. It, we know it's a fighter. Yeah, like so. Right off the bat, we know that it tries to crush victims in its pincers. Which, right? Sure, I could have gathered that. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Good to know it actually does that, I guess. Uh, but if it can't crush them, which I don't know how it defines crushing them, but it'll, I guess it'll if they're sw- if they're not defeated by its crushing power, it'll swing it around and toss it hard. Uh, so it'll just try to crush you and either crush you or if it fails to crush you, then just throw you away. Yeah. And then I I guess, I don't know. Like, leave, like most or... wrestlers do. <laughs> yeah, right. Get you into a bear hug, squeeze you for a while, and if that doesn't work, then just toss you. Yeah, if they can't kind of squeeze the life out of you, they'll, they'll throw you. And that'll do it, usually. Toss you hard. Yeah, swing it around too. That's I like that kind of flourish they put into it. Yeah, uh, which it makes me you have to you know picture it like the pincer has to like swing its whole body around, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ugh. That's I would like to see that in a fight. I want to see someone get thrown by a pincer. Uh-huh. You've got a uh, an image on our our uh, little data sheet here of a pincer holding a metapod. Yes, um, as you can see, the metapod is uh, a little shiny because it's been using Probably Harden. Been, yeah, using. And Harden. if I recall correctly, in this episode, uh, the pincer tries to crush it, but it ends up uh, shattering its little horn. Pincers. Oh dang! So <laughs> it should have stopped and thrown like, the metapod hard. Right? Yeah, it's not living up to its Pokedex entries. It. Mm. Tried too hard, and that's why other more uh, intelligent pincer, I guess, uh, gave up. At Learned a certain from point. its mistakes. Yeah, just yeah. toss it. Don't keep trying, or your little horn teeth will shatter. Yeah, and that's that sucks. I bet. Like that's kind of your whole deal. Yeah. Right. I don't know if pincer can survive without those. 
Not as well, probably. Yeah. Um, gosh, the more I'm looking at it, the more kind of like devilish it looks. Like it's got big demon horns now. It's like, yeah, that's true. It's like, yeah, except it can move the horns around. Right, right. Um, okay, well, what's what's next? Yellow version says, grips its prey in its pincers and squeezes hard, exclamation point. Mm. If it can't, it can't move if it's cold, so it lives in warm places. Uh, they don't usually use exclamation points. No, we had one last episode, I think, uh, because Gengar was so horrible. Um, yeah, <laughs> it needed some emphasis. Yeah. So this is, a lot of the time they'll be like, it can squeeze so hard it can do X, Y, or Z. But in this mm-hmm. one, they're just being like, it squeezes real hard. It's real hard. Like, I can see, like, Professor Oakley writing this wall being squeezed by or something like that. Probably in some kind of, like, pincer-resistant hazmat suit or something mm. like. It does say prey, so it, mm-hmm. it's it's hunting food. Um, yeah. And it, it can't move if it's cold. It can't move if it's cold. I don't know how cold it has to be to suddenly Cease stop. its movement. <laughs> But that seems like a pretty big weakness. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you don't see it too often because it lives in warm places, but... Right. If you catch one, I guess don't battle anybody on, like, a cold mountain or something. I don't know what it looks like when a pincer, like, just stop. I guess, like, it stops moving, like, completely if it's cold. Like, how... I seems like it's, it's, it's cold-blooded, right? Like, it can't regulate yeah. its own body temperature, so when it gets cold, it just kind of shuts down. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like, I mean, if it can't move when it's cold, then it's just, it's not going to start moving again, right? Like, yeah, is that like cold kills it dead. Is it going to die? Like. like, does it need to move to stay alive, or will, I mean, if it's cold for too long? I mean, maybe, maybe it food. can, like, hibernate or something, you know? Yeah. Just kind of shut down and start moving again once it warms up, but... Cold it's, is bad news for yeah. uh, for Pinsir. Is is ice super effective against bug type? You know, I think it might be. Those are kind of some oddball types, so I'm not as familiar. But yeah, right. Uh, let me let me consult the the oracle the, the type chart here. Ice is good against flying and ground and grass and dragon, but not bug. No. Maybe that's a uh, a pincer specific detail. Also, can I just say that I love there's like a bug type, like yeah, right. You got all of these different elements, but then also bug. Yep. <laughs> I mean, like, you you mentioned the creator earlier, and yeah. you know he was inspired by bugs specifically. Mm-hmm. But I like that you know. Bugs are just kind of on the same level as like dragons when it comes to like Pokemon <laughs> and deserving their own type. Yeah, that's that's cool. Um, okay, so how does it how does it deal with the cold? What do we got next? Cold version says with its horns it digs burrows to sleep at night. In the morning, damp soil clings to its body. Hmm. That's interesting. I think it's interesting when we get these little like sort of more mundane like slice of life entries Mm -hmm. you know that aren't about it like oh it can crush its foes you know or like it's murdering people all the time (laughs) it's just like it it digs burrows to sleep at night and so you'll see them in the morning all covered in earth and stuff yeah which is like and it makes sense too because like that's well one thing what bugs will sometimes do and also will keep it warm right Uh, keep it being able to move 
because it gets cold at night, I imagine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it paints a kind of vivid picture of like a, a pincer slowly emerging from the earth in the morning with mm-hmm. you know, still covered in dirt and stuff before it's taking its morning shower. Oh man, you go out for like a picnic in the early morning, a cup of coffee or something, <laughs> and the pincer just like <laughs> emerges out of the earth. Oh man, that'd be pretty terrifying. That would be very scary, especially so early in the morning. But mm. it's interesting that it uh, digs with those horns too. Like they, they're kind of just like pointy, spiky yeah. things. Like it, it's, it's got some, uh, some dexterity with them apparently. Yeah, like it's, and I don't know how efficient that is, but it's got to be more efficient than its like mouth or hands. They don't look, yeah, too particularly adept for digging. Yeah, um, no, they're more like just kind of claw things. Yeah, little little nubs. Um, you could you could dig, probably if you if it kind of pinch them together. Is this kind of like one big shovel? Mm, yeah, yeah, formed one big yeah one big spade with them. Yeah, silver version. Um, swings its long antlers wildly to attack during cold periods. It hides deep in forests. Mm. So, so, antlers. Yeah. Um, sure. I think we're going to see them called like antlers, horns, pincers throughout these entries. Uh, but you know what we're talking about. It's all it's all that that stuff up there. It doesn't have an extra like set of antlers. Right. Yeah. Like we're not going to be talking about any other feature of this Pokemon. It's <laughs> no. <laughs> it's specifically those antlers. Yeah. Um, so it'll it'll try to crush victims. It'll throw victims. It'll also just swing its antlers around yeah. and, and it's hit like people got, with them. Yeah, they got little uh, pointy spikes on them, so that'll that'll yeah. hurt. I imagine. That'll work. Um, but it doesn't seem like a I don't know super great tactic. Just kind of swinging them around. Uh, I imagine I would try to like use my arms to like. <laughs> get someone in there up so and crush into them. them yeah i mean maybe that's that might be a little harder to pull off though you know if you're just like swinging wildly yeah you might be more likely to connect yeah those those arms look pretty uh wimbly too so i don't know yeah that's true they do it's uh it's got it's got a a range of moves it's versatile yeah yeah um during cold periods it hides deep in forests i i guess it's warmer there um, i guess or it could also be that maybe, like, it's maybe... Okay, so it says it can't move if it's cold. Maybe, like, as... It's probably not, like, a black mm. and white binary, like, yeah. oh, can't move now. It's probably, like, it starts to slow down, right? So, yeah, even in, like, the fall in a warm locale, it might go right. deep in the forest where it's not as vulnerable if it exactly. starts to slow down a bit. Yeah. Uh, harder to, to swing those antlers wildly when it's a little chilly. Yeah, just kind of slowing down. Time to take it easy, deep in the forest. Yeah, dig a burrow. Which, you know, I look at pincer and I, I don't like the words "take it easy." Don't really seem to connect with it at all. <laughs> like, it's got those kind of permanent angry eyes and just a kind of real scary visage in general. But right, I mean, that's what I'm saying though. That's why I like getting these weird little like slice <laughs> of life. You know, it'll dig itself yeah. a burrow. It'll it'll winter deep in the woods. It's got a it's got a more yeah. relaxed side to it. They're not all mean, super killing, crushing machines all the time. 
I mean, yeah. if you encounter one, it seems like maybe it'll be a little bit angry. But yeah, I mean, who knows? I guess we haven't really seen that much about. I mean, yet. it it may not have any choice. Its eyes just might be shaped like that. Like yeah, it's there's a lot of Pokemon that just naturally look mad. Yeah, <laughs> <it> seems like. <laughs> um, okay. It's so weird because like the mouth is so clearly a bug <laughs> mouth, and its only other feature is the eyes, and the eyes are just like human ass anime eyes like yeah. tacked onto a bug's face i'm looking at it like sideways like the mouth if you just kind of you rotate it <laughs> it looks really funny as like just a big old set of chompers yeah. spaced out um i need to photoshop like the eyes around so i can kind of just rotate it <laughs> put the eyes like yeah make it a horizontal <laughs> mouth <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, what's, what's next? Crystal Virgin, which says, When the temperature drops at night, it sleeps on treetops or among roots where it is well hidden. Okay, so, clarification, yeah. It's, it's definitely hiding Yeah, uh, when it's cold because it can't pr- protect itself as well, presumably. They're directly contradicting themselves, though. Yeah, they, it does, it's, it burrows, right? Yeah, two uh, two entries ago, it said it digs burrows to sleep at night, and then now they're saying it sleeps on when it, temperature drops at night. It sleeps on treetops or among roots. Maybe I mean maybe all are options, you know? Yeah, maybe yeah. It's got a variety. Um, I doubt they would so drastically change its habitat like from one generation to the next, but. I mean, it could be just, like, depending on sort of availability. Like, if there's a good little root burrow yeah. to find, or if there's, like, a, a easily climbable tree, that might be a better option. Or maybe, know. like, this is during, you know, cold periods in general, so maybe it can't use its horns to dig as well. Right. Like, the earth has hardened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, just moving slower, but sleeps on treetops or among roots. That sounds That sounds nice. Well, it's they... it is really interesting that we're getting so much about like its relationship with the cold and like how yeah. it survives the the harsh winters when it's such a like intimidating looking pokemon they're like right? not really getting into the you know it's like yeah all, all we're getting is just kind of how it deals with the cold really <laughs> yeah which is all stuff that it's like yeah probably true of like stag beetles you know yeah um Probably true of a lot of bugs. Yeah. Uh, let's. I think. I think we'll, we're gonna we're gonna tone it up a bit though. We're gonna turn up. a corner here as we move into uh, Ruby version. Yeah. Maybe. Um. So Ruby version says, "Pincer is astoundingly strong. It can grip a foe weighing twice its weight in its horns and easily lift it. This Pokemon's movements turn sluggish in cold places." Okay. Uh, we get that part. Thanks. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> um, but it can grip a foe weighing twice its weight in its horn. Which its average weight is 121 pounds, so 240, 250. Yeah, which is, you know, I wouldn't say like unbelievable. <laughs> like Right, but I mean for its size, that's yeah, pretty impressive. That's pretty big. Um, if you had the proportional strength of a pincer, then you'd be pretty strong. Oh, yeah, you know... Uh, your friendly neighborhood pincer man. Yeah. <laughs> it was crushed by a radioactive pincer. Crushed to death by a radioactive pincer. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Very grief- briefly gained pincer-like powers and mm-hmm. agility, but it was soon after out, died. So he just died. 
Uh, Peter Pinser. Um, <laughs> astoundingly strong. I I guess, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't you that astounded. You don't seem that astounded. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, like ants, they can lift like one million times their weight or something like it's that. It's like ten times at least, right? Okay. Yeah, it's, 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 it's more astounding than twice, I feel like. Yes, it's a lot. But... But ants aren't four foot eleven, so yeah. I mean, you know. And like I think about me, like I can, like like you and me, like we could like lift some weights, like maybe more than like we weigh, but yeah, I doubt I, I could mean, like t- easily lift someone twice my weight though. It does. Okay, so here's the thing: what we're what we are kind of glossing over is that it can grab a foe weighing mm-hmm. twice its weight and lift it. Easily, yeah, easily lift it. So like, um, and it presumably could maybe lift, like toss it. Like, yeah, it could lift more than that. Like, mm. two hundred and fifty pounds is easy for it. Yeah. So like, it probably lift a lot. It could maybe lift five hundred if it really puts its uh, back into it. Mm-hmm. Puts its antlers into it. Yeah. Deep into it. <laughs> <laughs> Embeds its antlers into it. Yeah, vicious. Okay, so pretty. It, okay, astoundingly strong. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, whatever, I'm more whatever impressed. Whatever you say, Ruby. I'm now impressed. that I consider the easily thing, like, yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive. It's a strong Pokemon. I, I wouldn't say I'm astounded. I've I've read a lot of Pokédex entries in my day, but <laughs> I'm impressed. Yeah, we, I'm impressed. <laughs> we have encountered some astounding stuff recently. Mm-hmm. Certainly, we could. Uh, hmm. Mm-hmm. I I think. So we we were just to take a peek behind the curtain. Um, we were just looking at a list of Pokemon mm. arranged by height and weight. Yes, and I think that so we um, could look at all the Pokemon that we know it could easily lift. <laughs> yes. Well, okay. There's there's quite a few that weigh upwards of five hundred pounds, but two forty ish. We get down to two forty around. What's an example? Uh, Let's see. Two forty two. Graveler weighs 242. Graveler's 242. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Mega Charizard X is 243 pounds. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big one. Yeah. Like Slowbro. Probably like a Dawn fan. Yeah. Charizard 221. Venusaur 220. So, yeah. Like easily it can lift all those Pokemon and Damn. just kind of toss yeah. them, presumably. It's a it's a strong one for sure. Certainly, uh, a pretty healthy majority of Pokemon yeah. that you encounter, it can definitely lift pretty easily. Definitely. So yeah, pretty strong. And yeah. again, sluggish in cold places. I don't know why they're so. That's the feature this time that they're yeah. real fixated on. I guess. Yeah, there's always one, and it's like. <laughs> Not uh, clear why. We got to make sure everybody knows this. Every game, this Pokemon comes up. Gotta gotta know that it's cold. This is our one touchstone for this yeah. Pokemon's behavior. I really wish they would tell me different things with every entry, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, so it goes. Every once in a while, they tell you something real different. Yeah, it's it's wild. Um, okay, so Sapphire. Sapphire version says, Pinsir has a pair of massive horns. <laughs> Protruding from the surface of these horns are thorns. Hmm. These thorns are driven deeply into the foe's body when the pincer closes, making it tough for the foe to escape. Ah, Ooh. yikes. Mm. That's unpleasant. So not only could it lift you pretty easily, it can 
it can keep you there pretty easily yeah. too. Like the spikes, yeah, the little the little thorns, horns and thorns, the little horns uh or thorns on the horns. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the they, horn they, thorns. They look they look, you know, they look like they're painful and I was thinking like, yeah, if it's like swinging its horns around. But no, those are specifically designed to dig into you these when it are, picks you up. These thorns are driven deeply into the foe's body. It's like, ugh, ouch, like so it can grab you and also, you're going to be spiked, so you're probably not going to be able to get away. Yeah. Um, like, it's probably hard enough to get away just from the pressure it's applying, but the right. the embedded thorns is oof. I like also that the en- the beginning of this entry is, Pinsir has a pair of massive horns. Like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> oh, oh yeah? <laughs> didn't, didn't notice those. I mean, and they are pretty massive. It's like, that kind of depending on what kind of picture you look at it's it's like a third of the length of its whole body yeah sometimes half almost in some of these yeah it kind of yeah. varies but yeah so that's gruesome yeah it's uh that's painful but probably uh pretty effective um yeah the pokemon definitely looks like it's got kind of a top of the food chain kind of look to it yeah definitely it's got those I angry mean, eyes um yeah and we did already have an entry that talked about like prey, so mm-hmm. um, it doesn't want things getting away. No, it's gonna eat them. Yeah, it's gonna probably crush you till you die, so it can eat you. Hmm. I initially was making a list. I was keeping track of which Pokemon uh, specifically consume prey because when we first mm-hmm. read that in Scythers, I was like, "Whoa, that's crazy!" But it's mm-hmm. actually like. Pretty dang common. Yeah, fairly fairly common in these entries. Um, I think I have not been been consistent about n- notating that. Mm. Yeah, it's because they'll 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 oscillate between victims, foes, opponents, and then prey. Right. It's a very specific yeah. one they sometimes include. But yeah, no prey, pincer's prey, definitely has it rough. Yeah, definitely. It's it's gonna be tough to escape once it gets you in those horns. Yeah. So keep moving. It'll batter you with them, but just don't get caught up. Yeah, don't get caught in between. It's like like an alligator's mouth or something. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you if you keep in pincer around, like just you know, rubber band those. Yeah. Horns just or lobster. Yeah, like a lobster claw. Just a rubber rubber band them shut. Yeah. So our next entry is from Fire Red. And says, its two long pincer horns are powerful. Once they grip an enemy, they won't release until the foe is torn. Torn? <laughs> torn? torn? That's a... Oh, no. I, did you... I don't think they finished the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> torn in half? Just torn. like... Oh, no. It, I, it doesn't matter how you interpret it. It's definitely bad. Like, yeah. Um, you don't want to be torn. It's torn. not usually an <laughs> adjective that is applied to a living thing. Yeah, uh, whether it's in half or not, I don't want. It's like you know, getting like cut is like, you know, that's not great. But like tearings, ugh, so that implies. Oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds a lot more like a big gap, like messy. Ooh. Yeah, um, and listen, pincer will not release. See here's Until the thing. Foe is torn. They're they're contradicting themselves again. Mm-hmm. Because first entry, it said if it fails to crush them, it'll swing it around and toss it. But this is saying it'll not stop until you're at least torn. Yeah. 
Which, okay, maybe it, it can't crush you, but it can still tear you a bit. <laughs> uh, you know, not not great outcomes either way, but... Yeah, or, I mean, I guess, yeah, if you're if you're too sturdy that it can't tear you, then maybe yeah, eventually like it'll graveler, throw you. Like it, or, maybe, or like a steel type even, like it's probably not going to tear you, I hope. I don't know. It's It does say that it's too long pincer horns are powerful, so... Mm. Who knows what that means? True. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That That is the first sort of indication, though. I mean, other than, like, it squeezes hard. Yeah. sort of the first indication of how strong its little pincers are. Yeah. My, my first inclination was that, like, oh, like, it can it can crush things and tear things. But, like, oh, it probably can't, you know, do, like, a rock or, like, steel. But then I remembered this is Pokemon we're talking about. And... Who knows? Right. Like, right. Yeah. Charizard um, can melt anything. Right. So. Exactly. Scyther can slice through most stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Pinsir could crush solid steel or something. It could. Yeah. I don't know. Once they grip an enemy, they won't release until the foe is torn. If it fails to crush the victim, it will swing it around and toss it hard. Hmm. So, I mean, you know, like, there's a lot of different factors that could apply to that. It seems yeah. like, generally speaking, if you're terrible, it's going to keep on gripping you until you've been torn. <laughs> Otherwise, it'll toss you. Yeah, or it realizes you aren't a foe or something. But <laughs> Or, yeah, you're, like, escaping somehow or something, and it's like, I'm not going to be able to crush you. I'm just going to swing it around and toss it. <laughs> or just, like, yeah, play torn, like, pretend... <laughs> Like oh, I've play been torn. torn. Oh, toss. my! I've, I've been my crushed. Flesh. You'll have to toss me. <laughs> You'll have to toss me. <laughs> oh, oh man. pincer! Gosh. So yeah, don't don't get up in there. I would argue that I w- might already be considered torn once those thorns are digging mm. into my flesh. No, then then you're you're only pierced. Um, mm. Torn. It's got to be like a mm, man. I've got some unpleasant imagery <laughs> coming from these Pokédex entries. No, you think of like a piece of paper. Like you have to tear like one <laughs> edge up and one edge down. That's, oh, that's how you... <laughs> oh, rough. Rough stuff. Yeah. All right. Pincer, pincers, uh, I don't know quite how deadly it is, but I do know that it fights mean. It's a, it's a rough customer. It's a rough customer, certainly. Um. So, Emerald Version says, Their pincers are strong enough to shatter thick logs. Because mm. they dislike cold, pincer burrow and sleep under the ground on chilly nights. Sure, sure. Um, but also, they shatter. can shatter thick logs. Shatter thick logs. Um, That's as, pretty dang powerful. As seen in the uh, Pokemon Stadium 2 minigame. Mm. Where Although, you... they, they're really more like cleanly cutting through them in that. But yeah. yeah. They could shatter them. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to, so yeah, not not like a uh, solid rock or steel like I was imagining, but still like a thick log like that's that takes a lot. That's, yeah, that's pretty dang strong. Like I, I mean, depending on how thick we're talking, like yeah, that's intense. Like that's that's like an industrial like machine level right of pressure. Yeah, like, like like hydraulic pressure. Like you like, you hug a yeah. tree and there's like. You're not even like anywhere near close to that level. Like, yeah, it's hard to imagine how strong those pincers are. Yeah, oh man, it could just... could just it could just wrap its pincers around a tree and cut it down. Like that's like I could I'm imagining now like as a lumberjack like using pincer just like 
Just kind of get in there and just yeah, crush just a tree. Stick, yeah. Oh, man. It would be an unpredictable fall, but yeah. But they do dislike the cold, and they will burrow and sleep underground on chilly nights. Uh, so, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I guess, okay, there are Pokemon that it could fail to crush. Rock types and stuff that are that are probably harder than a tree. But yeah. it seems like most things that it picks up, if it can shatter a thick log, then yeah. like it's probably going to tear whatever it gets a hold of. Yeah, even like a big, big Pokemon or something, like if it gets on your leg or something, it could probably do some real damage. Right, like are you sturdier than the mighty oak tree? Because <laughs> mm, Pinsir can take care of those. Yeah. Um, oh man. Again, Professor Oak just kind of keeping a steady supply of thick logs around. To, yep. <laughs> See if Pokemon can break them or He did or specifically talk about those with Scyther, didn't he? I believe so, yeah. Or he. It's not. He, he's not necessarily writing the Pokedex. It's unclear in the games who <laughs> yeah, is supposed no. to be writing them. It's, I prefer yeah. to ascribe it to Oak. but I like to think that. I think they're actually like the Pokedex writing itself technically or something, but whatever. It's... Yeah, it's automatic. It's an AI. What else is a professor going to do? Yeah, right. Other than write Pokedex entries. Yeah. So yeah, okay. We've got a metric now. Pretty strong little bugman. Yes. Diamond, pearl, and platinum, I'll say. It grips prey with its pincers until the prey is torn in half. What it can't tear, it tosses far. So, kind of... Sort of marrying our two... Yeah, just sort of getting rid of our our confusion there. Mm -hmm. Torn in... Yeah, torn in half. Uh, yeah, some handy clarification. They do mean torn in half, and they do eventually reach a threshold of being unable to tear something in half, in which case they will just toss them. Yes, uh, toss far, toss hard. Mm-hmm. Whether it's being torn or crushed, it's... Yeah, this 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 one sums it all up. Yes, I appreciate that. It's a pretty clear MO that uh, Pinsir's going for. Yeah. Uh, makes would... sense. It's its strength. I would love to hear anything at all about its mouth. Um, (laughs) Just even something to kind of like, you know, come for me, like, you know, like that it eats or that it puts food in there. Like, I mean, it has prey. Like, it's just kind of this like terrifying void to like a nightmare realm for me right now. And it is like, it's a major feature of the Pokemon. And it's like, I wish you would at least acknowledge it, given how much you've talked about like its sleeping habits. Could you just talk about the freaky, freaky mouth that it's got? (laughs) Yeah, like I get that it's like the cold, I get that it's got real big horns, but what's up with the mouth? Like, (laughs) can we talk about it, please? The teeth clearly, like, it can, like, uh, I don't know the word, like, it can move them, like it can, can open and close its mouth. You see, like this, like this, uh, the teeth are moving side to side. Picture. It's got like they're they're kind of folded out a bit. Like I don't know if it chews like that, but mm-hmm. I, I doubt we'll find out in these entries. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, no, probably not. It is a disturbing, weird face hole. Oh gosh, I just I think of like putting my hand in there and then like telling a lie and losing it or something like, you know, that, that old, <laughs> wait, what, you know, that there's some like statue of like with an open mouth, like in some history where like you, if you, you, you would like stick your hand in and then, uh, 
you would say whatever. And if you told a lie, like you would lose you would your bite hand. your hand off. Yeah. There's there is a Norse myth about uh Balder. I think it's Balder. I can't remember. One of the Norse gods puts his hand in Fenrir the wolf's mouth uh, to to earn his trust, and then the gods betray the wolf, and the wolf bites off his hand. Yeah. And so with a pincer, that would be extra terrifying. I feel <laughs> <laughs> it's just a disturbing, disturbing bug mouth. Yeah. Is this it? The mouth, the mouth of truth, Boca de the la Verita. Ma- the mouth of truth. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's from a church at the Piazza, the site of the ancient. I can't read all this. Marble mask in Rome. It attracts visitors who audaciously stick their hand in the mouth. Uh, yeah, seems like it is what you're talking about. Gosh, um, it was so yeah, in a movie. Uh, the anyway, mo- the mouth of truth, also otherwise known as pincer. Uh, yeah, AK- pincer, aka the mouth of truth. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I yeah. If don't put your hand in a pincer's mouth and tell a lie, or maybe yeah. just don't do it at all. Probably, probably, probably safest just not to just to avoid it altogether. I kind of like coming up with just like weird cultural stories for Pokemon, though. <laughs> like people have suspicions about like, oh yeah, you can put your hand in a pincer's mouth, just don't tell a lie. Yeah. <laughs> pincer can tell if you're lying, and it'll bite your hand off. <laughs> <laughs> because it hates liars. Pincer or they taste hates better. I don't liars. Know. <laughs> is the ultimate truth-seeking Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, this is lie detector tests in the Pokemon world. <laughs> Just get a pincer. <laughs> shove your hand in there. <laughs> Did you do it? Did you God. kill him? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but... Anyway, yeah. back to back to real information about the Pokemon back to the that we're not just making up. Um, Sun version says it grips its prey in its pincers and splits them apart. Although it is a powerful Pokemon, it can't deal with the cold. I appreciate the reassurance, but it just can't deal. I'm gonna avoid it regardless, even yeah, if it right. is cold out. Like, yeah, or I'm gonna bring like my freeze ray or ice type pokemon or something <laughs> yeah like. i mean we haven't heard anything about it like being hazardous to humans specifically nope um unless it is hunting them as prey i mean which it certainly could yeah but I, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that it would like on a personal level i just me any any five foot bug is a, is a hazard want to, to avoid yeah that's fair that's um, fair. If a if you're small enough that a a bug can eat you, like it'll probably eat you. Like, yeah. I mean that. To be fair, you're you're talking about our world bugs. Yeah, you know, like pincer might have more intelligence to it yeah. as most Pokemon seem to. Mm-hmm. It'll only crush foes that are stronger than it. Charizard. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't, yeah. Po- po- bug Pokemon and bugs are certainly different, but. The way he talks about like burrowing and prey and stuff. It still seems like something to avoid. Yeah, yeah. don't get me wrong. It's not one that I would want to like hang out with. Yeah, like it, it probably doesn't want you up in its territory or interfering with it. Um, right, I would assume not. But yeah, it's probably not like going around hunting humans like uh, certain other Pokemon we know. <laughs> certain other Pokemon we could mention. <clears throat> um. It does grip grips prey in its pincers and splits them apart. So yeah, yeah. Torn tor in half, split apart, crushed. Uh, pick it's your poison. It's visceral, man. Especially because like the the antlers don't appear to be like 
blades, you know? They're like no. rounded. So yeah. it's just like crushing you in half. Like, yeah, or like scissors kind of. Uh... But without scissors that were not sharp. Like yeah. it's, it's rough. They're, it's going to be messy. Oh, boy. Yeah. No, no matter what. It's going to split you apart. But it can't deal with the cold. Yeah, so I guess I guess that. I guess, <laughs> I guess uh, if it's cold, maybe you'll be okay. Yeah. It won't um, be able to get you in its pincers because it'll be too moving too slow. Yeah. Okay. Our next one is a moon version, which says one solid blow from its horns is enough to split apart a large tree. Its greatest rival in Alola is Vikavolt. Okay, wait, we rewind. We rewind. Uh, <laughs> Forget Vikavolt. Yeah, it can... One solid blow. Yeah, that's not even talking about pinching. That's that's it, just hitting the tree? Yeah. Will split it apart? That, I would say, is astoundingly powerful. So. Yes, yes, agreed. That is astounding. <laughs> like, I can look at these horns and kind of... Emit, Envision them as this kind of uh, like like a, almost like a tractor industrial like machine crushing a tree, but one solid blow like just that's that's incredible. Yeah, that's pretty pretty freaking amazing. Um, I mean, I guess it's probably got like some it can use some of the muscles up there in it's, its head in the same way. I guess, but like, like dang, it's, it's got like pretty thin arms and kind of thick legs, but they're pretty short it's all it's all in the core yeah it's all in that mouth <laughs> <laughs> it's got some intense muscles behind that mouth i it, i hope so i it's got to but i don't know it's kind of this uh empty black void from all we can see in these mm-hmm. pictures so even more powerful splitting apart trees just yeah. by whacking them yeah not with even the, with the like horns. damaging them or like knocking them down like splitting, splitting them apart, apart. yeah um. Uh, and and Vikavolt, I guess. Vic- yeah, I. I mean, we haven't talked about Vikavolt on the podcast yet. It is also it is a similarly stag beetle inspired. Yeah. So it's Pokemon. got like wings, kind of flies around, but it's got a big old kind of mouth. So I wonder if it's is it like are they competing for prey territory that sort of thing, or is it just kind of like. Yeah. You stole my look, and so you're my rival. It's greatest rival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe Vikavolt is just like the Alolan pincer that could have been or something. Uh, yeah, from like a similar evolution some, chain or something. Yeah, electricity and stuff. But maybe it just means rival in terms of like crushing strength or something. Like, I don't know why they got to be personally at odds with each other, but... Well, I mean, looking ahead, so the next entry, mm-hmm. Ultra Sun, says it gets into territorial mm-hmm. disputes with Vika Volt. For some reason, it apparently gets along well with Heracross in Alola. <laughs> only only Alolan Heracross, though, I guess. Um... Well, I mean, so Vika Volt was introduced in the Alolan ones, right? Yes, but Heracross has been around since Heracross, Silver. yet another... Uh, Stag beetle looking Pokemon. Yes. Um, uh, interesting. Yeah. That very... they are specifically calling out like it is rivals with Vikavolt and 
apparently gets along well with Heracross in yeah, Alola. Yeah, Heracross, it looks, you know, pretty similar to Pinsir, just in terms of, like, its body shape. Right. It um, just doesn't have, it doesn't have the pincers. It's just got one big central, yeah, like, it, rhino horn. And it thankfully doesn't have a mouth. <laughs> that might be a mouth. I don't know. It doesn't have it's an open weird. mouth. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have a terrifying open mouth. It doesn't have a terrible, spiky, gaping maw. <laughs> uh, so this is interesting. We don't usually get a lot of details on like yeah, Pokemon relations, rivalries and relations. Yeah, I mean it's it's conceivable that bugs in general don't like the cold. So I can see it getting into territorial disputes with other bugs, but particularly you mean with over Vigabolt. like areas that are going to be warm or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but. Good I guess, prey, yeah. But I guess it, it's it's like the authors of the Pokédex are themselves surprised that it is getting along with Heracross. They're like, for some reason, it apparently gets yeah. along with Heracross. Des- despite like, its super angry eyes, um, <laughs> it does get along like, with other Pokémon sometimes. Are they competing for the same food, or no, or I don't know. Yeah, yeah like it, uh, they're they're just chill. They kind of it's because Vikavolt has has pincers. Yeah, and pincer is like that's my thing. Yeah. Like, Heracross is enough like Pinsir, but still different enough that it's like, okay, you're cool. Heracross looks like a, I want to say a Hercules beetle? Yeah, that sounds right. Um, Yeah, that's a thing. Sure. Oh, man, that's a cool-looking beetle. All right, no more distractions. Zero to Heracross. Wait, what? Okay. (laughs) Um... But, okay, yeah, and maybe it's just Heracross looks similar enough to Pinsir that it's, like, kind of treats it as one of its own, maybe? I don't know. Mm, like yeah, maybe. That would make sense. Like, maybe it just thinks it's an ugly Pinsir and vice versa or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Last entry. Yeah. Ultra Moon. Although it's tough, it can't handle cold well. When night falls, it buries itself in leafage and sleeps. It's a really nice entry to end on. Yeah. Oh, time for bed. Just kind of nestle in leafage. Deep in, in that leafage and kind of. Is leafage a word? Uh, it's it's a move that Rowlet knew. I think. Uh, Wait, really? Oh, that. Leafage. Yeah. Sure. Foliage. Um. So yeah. It's you know nothing especially new here. We've pretty much covered it. It it's uh, yeah. doesn't doesn't like the cold. Buries itself in dirt or leaves or climbs trees or hides in roots or otherwise obscures itself in order to escape from the cold at night. Yeah, and keep itself hidden. Pretty general summation of the Pokemon overall. It's it's tough, but it can't handle the cold. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I. I I still don't like Pinsir. Like I don't want to. Like it's still <laughs> like it's cool. It's just, it's a cool is it just Pokemon, the mouth? But the mouth and just like the giant bug nature of it. It's just like yeah. I don't want. I don't want to get Skeeves near. Skeeves you out, huh? Yeah. I mean, Scyther looks more like half dinosaur or something. Yeah. Pinsir doesn't look like anything but a bug. Yeah. It's yucky. Um, I want to give it a blanket so it can keep warm and so I don't have to look at it anymore. <laughs> I like it. I think it's neat. I like the Pokemon that are just like weird, dense little guys with like pretty basic design influences. Yeah, you just know, kind of like, like 
vaguely generally humanoid, but also just like a, a crazy bug. Yeah. So that's all our entries for Pinsir. Yeah, but... But... If you thought that was all there was to Pinsir, you you would be wrong, because it, it evolves into Mega Pinsir. <laughs> which is basically the same, except it's got some wings, and yeah. the thor- its horn thorns are its horn much thorns bigger. Are way bigger. Um, its eyes look crazy as hell. Yeah, it looks definitely <laughs> crazed and like wanting to murder. Maybe I don't know. Like this, you earlier described the effect on its eyes as like someone who has been hypnotized in a cartoon, yes. which I think is an accurate an accurate description. Yeah, you see, it's, like the lines. it's disturbing. Like <laughs> this is under the control of Ka from the Jungle Book or something. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yes, exactly. That is exactly why that's in my head. It's got pretty big wings, too. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. It's like its whole back kind of opens up and has two big old wings in it. Yeah. With spikes on them? Yeah. Well, it's like it's like a beetle where it has to like lift up its shell, and then yeah. it's got wings under that. And the shell has like spikes sticking mm-hmm. off of it. It's got kind of bigger like claws on its hand and feet, and this extra little kind of stub on its forearm. Uh, I I think its mouth is definitely a little bigger, but if not, more like it's angled like, at the edges somehow. Yeah, it's weird. It's like wider kind of. Um, yeah, it's it's almost a foot taller. It's uh, five foot seven, uh, one hundred and thirty pounds, which was it's like nine more pounds, I guess. Yeah. Not well, not a huge difference. Not a huge difference, no. But uh, this one, like, Pinsir was scary before, and this one can fly now, it looks like, and I, I'm like, I'm gone. Like, <laughs> and it's got a terrifying look in its eye. Like, yeah. I am not messing with this one. I don't, I don't want to be anywhere near this thing. <laughs> um, but let's let's see if my, my fears are justified or not, though. All right. Son says, the influence of mega evolution leaves it in a state of constant excitement. Mm. It pierces enemies with its two large horns before shredding them. So not even like gripping them. It'll just pierce them Mm -hmm. and then shred them apart. I imagine it could just pierce you and then like open and close its horns and that would probably pretty much do the job of shredding you. You know, if if the initial pierce didn't do the job enough, like... Right, yeah. Yeah. So it just flies around, it flies into enemies' horns first. It's in a state of constant excitement. Uh... Honestly, that is like one of the more um, understated descriptions of the state of meta- mega evolution that yeah, we've seen. Honestly, you know, it's like, usually like they're overflowing with power. It's like, gonna melt or something. Like. Yeah, right. Megasizor, w- or yeah, Megasizor was so so excited <laughs> that yeah. it would that it would melt. That it... actually interesting that Scyther has a regular evolution and Pinsir doesn't. Yeah, it's weird because they were kind of similar Pokemon. Uh, yeah, they, I always remember seeing them like paired. But... Yeah. Um, no such luck for Pinsir though. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is like maybe not the most deadly Pokemon we've seen, but certainly like the most uh, graphic 
uh, kind of visually. Yeah, it, it it has conjured the sort of the most gory images yeah. in its description of its of its fighting style. Yeah, which, shredding and tearing apart like which oof. is like a different uh, but similarly kind of grim tone for Pokemon to sometimes take. Yeah, like, more consistently than I realized. Yeah. Moon says, bathed in the energy of mega evolution, its wings become unusually developed. It flies at speeds of approximately 30 miles an hour. That doesn't seem that fast, but I guess it's like. That's I a mean, scary if something speed. hits you going 30 yeah. spiky horns first, then Ugh. that is scary. Yeah. I will say that, you know. Mega evolution of Charizard was flying at speeds of faster and more dexterous than a fighter jet, which yeah. is like hundreds and hundreds of miles an hour. So, yeah, like, it's... 30 ain't that crazy. Yeah, no. Um, but still, like, for a scary looking Pokemon of that size who only just got wings, that's still frightening. Um, yeah, well, and because it's, it's, it's sort of like, using that speed as a weapon like that that is still pretty scary yeah it is a it is also a a bug and flying type in its mega evolution form i forgot to mention Um, oh it has acquired the flying type i was gonna say so in this entry it says its wings become unusually developed Mm -hmm. which kind of makes it sound like like pincer didn't normal pincer didn't have wings at all right i mean unless they were just like always keeping it hidden you know yeah it says unusual but like really it's like there was no indication that it had wings at all. Like you could have just said, it it develops wings. Yeah. You know? Um. I feel like yeah, maybe Pinsir just has like wimpy little wings that it just constantly keeps <laughs> sheathed. Yeah, but the but once bathed in the energy of Mega Evolution, it can <laughs> yeah, really evocative language there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's not the fastest flyer, but the fact that it's so powerful. And able to fly is still pretty scary on its own. Right. It's more just like it can fly. Although, yeah, I mean, if you're trying to run away, like, 30 miles an hour, good luck. Yeah. You know? Not unless you're in a car or on a super fast bike or something. Mm -hmm. But I'll get you. It'll pierce Uh, you with its two large horns and then shred you. So, uh, Ultra Sun says, After Mega Evolution, it becomes able to fly. Perhaps because it's so happy... It rarely touches the ground. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> First I'm... of all, I don't see any indication that it's happy. No. What makes you think it's happy? We got a few different images here, and there's no like. How do you? They how do all you tell? look terrifying and angry. Like I don't know how you make that mouth look happy. Right. It can't smile. Like. <laughs> um. There's there's plenty of other reasons why it would rarely touch the ground. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but sure. Um, if I suddenly was able to fly, I I doubt I would stick around on the ground too much at all. Uh, well, and maybe that's why they're assuming that it's happy because like, oh, it just learned how to fly. Right. It must be really happy. Look, it never touches the ground. Yeah. It's so happy to be able to fly. <laughs> and also, it's just a much better and more efficient predator. I imagine that's probably a good reason to stay flying all the time. The thing is, they're not guessing about it being happy. They're saying, like, maybe it's because it's so happy that it rarely touches the ground. Yeah. They're just saying that's a potential reason. But they seem like they know that it's very happy. <laughs> and I don't understand I, how they could possibly have gained that knowledge. Yeah, I don't. Like, 
There's gotta be. It looks really angry. I don't know how pincer how you can read pincer emotions, but maybe maybe I'm just not an accomplished enough uh, pincer trainer to. Yeah, really there be in touch. there are experts out there. Maybe it's gotta be like maybe the way it twitches its horns, you can detect happiness or <laughs> anger or something. Yeah. And when it's bathed in the energy of mega evolution, <laughs> it's so happy. It just so excited, constantly excited and happy. Just so joyful, and just shredding enemies. <laughs> uh, it can just do its job so much easier. Mm. Rarely touches the ground. I mean, I imagine even if you could fly, like it would take some amount of energy to fly. Like I'd want to take a break, touch the ground at some point, and just kind of chill. But I mean. Again, mega evolution right. is usually temporary, right? Yeah. So, I mean, short bursts. Yeah, I guess if this know. is like, if you know you're going to be able to not fly again, like in a little while, I'd probably be pretty happy and just, you know, fly as much as I could. Yeah, right. Well, and yeah, it's probably got a lot of energy from mega evolution that allows it to just keep on flying. Yeah, if it stops flying, it'll melt or something, <laughs> <laughs> it'll overload. <laughs> Um, okay, what's what's our last one? Our final entry is from Ultra Moon, and it says it zips about it zips around at blistering speeds, looking for an opening to skewer its opponent on its giant pincers. Blistering speeds, huh? Yeah, blistering speeds of thirty miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Let's let's turn it back a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um well, but maybe it's got like fast uh reflexes and movements it can kinda Jump around quickly, looking for opportunities. An opening, to an opportunity. Skewer an opponent. Mm, um, yep. It's interesting that it's no longer crushing yeah. or smashing at all. It's Grassing. just skewering and then shredding. Yeah, like I, oof, the horns are big enough now, then like they look sharper and more more thorns that a skewer will probably do you. Like doesn't need to crush yeah, you. Yeah. Right. That's a lot of. That's a big spike covered in smaller spikes. Even if it does, like you know, grip you in there, like you're you're getting skewered by one of the smaller horns right. on it. Yeah, no, very, very deadly, I would say, but not not clearly uh, prone to violence as we've kind of explored before. Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I was gonna say, especially coming off of like the ghost chain mm-hmm. of evolution, but even you know, we've had other ones that were more clearly deadly. This one, yeah. it seems like it can take care of itself, and it is hunting prey, but it's not necessarily a human hunter. It doesn't yeah. seem like it is. Yeah. Um, not unless you stare into its mega-evolved eyes for too long. I need to scroll away from this picture <laughs> or something. <laughs> it's going to get me. So what do you want to say for the deadly? Because we haven't necessarily limited the deadliness tale to deadliness to humans, yeah, although right, that like, does kick it up a notch. Right. Um, um, but like like Scyther was a tent, so... And I think, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think... I don't remember if it said but... anything in Scyther's about it hunting people. I can't remember. No, I just remember it can cleave people in half or something. I, th- I feel like Pinsir, my gut says like a seven or an eight. Yeah. Does that seem right to you, or does that seem low? Or I could see maybe a nine. Um, take a quick look at Scyther again. Nearly impossible to track its movements. Sharp scythes cutting through. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like Scyther had the additional effect of not only was it extremely deadly in combat because uh-huh. of its like strength and and the sharpness of its scythes, it also was moving so fast that you couldn't even see it. Yeah. Like that. 
that definitely tacked on some. Pinsir doesn't necessarily have that going for it. It's no. just a, a very strong, strong horned beast. Yes. Um, I think I would I'd be okay with an eight. I think that that eight seems right to me. Pretty well. Um, don't mess with it, regardless. I would say, but oh yeah, definitely. Hopefully, it's you, cold it's... enough that you can maybe escape its vice grip. But it's probably not as uh, scary as having a Gengar or something around. But uh, yeah, certainly don't 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 go messing with it. Like the horns are scary, but like Scyther is like half of its body is swords. So like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I could like I could maybe hold Pincer's hand, like, you know, if I wanted to, but like um, If you weren't uh terrified of its giant bug nature. Yeah. But Scyther Scyther's a no go. Um Scyther don't have no hands. No. Um Humanity Humanity is Seems low. Pretty low. Pretty low. Not a it's, lot of it's got rivals human... and allies, kind of. That's true. That's true. But so, it does talk about them in a sort of like animal sort of way, you know, yeah. like it gets into territorial disputes and stuff. Yeah. You know? And it's it's not even like throw, like wanting to toss people, like it'll toss people, but only because it can't break them, like and eat them, presumably. Like Yeah. I think it's I think it's pretty low on the human scale. It stands on two legs. Yeah, it's, maybe it's, that's worth a point. It's got legs and arms and eyes that are kind of human-like mm-hmm. uh, so I, w- I would say maybe like a two or a three yeah my feeling is a two yeah let's go with two still waiting for the perfect 10 10 <laughs> <laughs> yeah right it's yeah. probably like Mewtwo or something yeah maybe but yeah that's gonna do it for for Pinsir. um not as uh mind-blowing or earth-shattering as Ghastly Hunter and Gengar, but they can't all be. Um, and right. I would say a pretty interesting Pokemon regardless. Uh, one of the originals that's just kind of... Very classic. Yeah, the classic kind of tough bug. I feel like early on they didn't have to like distinguish themselves with a lot of design. There really just had to be like one design element that made it stand out, mm-hmm. and that was it. You know, yeah. like... So it's just like, yeah, it's got big old stag beetle horns. That's yeah. its thing. And a big scary mouth. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's going to wrap it up for us here at BTB HQ. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for telling your friends and loved ones all about our wonderful show and making mm-hmm. them listen to it as well. Making them. <laughs> Uh, and thank you to PokemonDB.net for getting all this info for us. Uh, it's a really a lot of cool, odd info on that site that I like. Uh, yeah. Join us next week when we talk about this Pokemon. Hopefully a water type, maybe, or an electric. Yeah, I don't there's think a lot we've done of types that yet. we have not yeah. gotten any of. Yeah. So um, many bug types, and anyway. A lot of Gen 1 stuff, but yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah. Uh, until then, my name is Brayden. My name is Will. Go beyond the ball. <laughs>